If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe with Representative Jason Sane. Good morning. You are listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. We are broadcasting live from Raleigh today. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane, and joining me today, special treat, at least for our office. Normally, they're on the other side of the camera uh, making funny faces at me, but uh, I have joining me today my chief of staff, Clark Reamer. Good good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, sir, and my legislative assistant, uh, Angela Miranda, and uh, glad to have you both on. Good morning. So we have we've been at it for many hours already this morning and uh, have uh, uh, done some many things on your behalf. Uh, but it's great to have the staff join the show today. We thought that would be fun. Uh, get them on here. And uh, Clark is a veteran of, of radio. Uh, he's usually using a much softer voice because it's on NPR. Uh, but nevertheless, uh, and then Angela, this this might be your first broadcast, huh? It is. It is exciting day. <laughs> well, uh, well, let's let's dive into it just a little bit about what we're doing this week. We are celebrating the UNC Charlotte victory over ECU. No offense to our ECU friends, but uh, Angela got to travel with the family and I up to Greenville, North Carolina, and see Coach Poggi get win number two finally. And uh, we he was very excited. You know, it's a new program, so things will take a little while to get kicking but uh went up there what will be an interconference rivalry uh this was the first step in that and uh, i was doing another show this morning uh based out of greenville uh was on with uh, henry hinton's show uh he wasn't there but patrick johnson had me on does all a lot of his sports talk and uh, we were talking about the game just a little bit uh didn't want to rub it in too much but uh again everybody was just super gracious to us up in greenville and uh that was pretty that's a big football town right angela Yep, yep. Uh, I grew up kind of about an hour and a half away from Greenville. A lot of big green ECU fans out there. Great tailgates, great football program that they've got. They got a really great fan base out that way. So it was fun to go out there. Fun to see Biff and the team win. And it was a, it was all a close second to watch them do a Sup Dogs review. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we did convince the coach to go over to Sup Dogs here in Greenville, which is a great place. Uh, Brett, the honor is super guy. They've been on ESPN and, and Barstool Sports and other things before. So it was cool to just uh, hang out there. And, but to watch the coach, uh, he said, man, I'm going to go. I think some of my university types got a little nervous that it was at a college bar. Uh, but look, Brett was a great host and, and, you know, the kids were great. Everybody was just super nice. Really, honestly, everybody in Greenville, for it to be a, a rivalry game, everyone was well-behaved and everyone was super nice and gracious to us. We had some great barbecue. I should tell everyone that's watching, my two staffers, Angela described where she grew up, and also Clark Reamer grew up on the coast so we kind of cover the bookends here me from from what i think is western north carolina though some of my colleagues say not west enough but uh coming from lincolnton but uh, uh they're, they're they're both coastal people so we we got a good flavor for the entire state in this office i really wasn't aware there was anything west of charlotte when I'm growing up <laughs> <laughs> and there might be a lot of smack talking in this <laughs> office too uh i've yet to sell eastern north carolina to virginia or south carolina but uh but because my cat my staff keeps stopping me but no all, all kidding aside uh, it's great to have you both on uh clark uh has been with me clark how long has it been now it's uh i think about eight, eight years, years seven years yeah. yeah wow and angela joined us now what two years ago just shy of two yep 
Yeah. So uh, we got a great team. Uh, we work well together. Obviously, uh, they're kind of your work family because we spend a lot of long days here at the legislature uh, from sunup to sundown, as you may imagine. Uh, things move quickly. This week, we've been working on a little, little uh, map drawing uh, where it's redistricting time here at the legislature. I'm vice chairman of redistricting. Uh, of course, they being my staff uh, are heavily involved in that as well. Uh, and it's good to get kind of the final product and get to the votes. And I, I had the privilege of chairing the House committee uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, you know, interesting input from from all the members of the committee. But uh, we, we are now coming up to the final vote today. I think what time do we go into session? One thirty. One thirty. One thirty p.m. And if you're really bored, and need something to do, you can find that broadcast on uh, on YouTube. Uh, otherwise, you can just read it in the newspapers or, or follow Twitter. But uh, uh, or X now is it X? guaranteed to be X? entertaining for all the wrong reasons? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and everyone will get a chance to speak. And um, and you know, quite frankly, the other side will use every opportunity to speak. So it'll it'll uh, I'm sure drown. Uh, into the afternoon. So if, uh, again, if you get bored, want to check that out, come check it out. But uh, now we kid about that, but uh, you know, that's the, the great part about uh, uh, the you know great component of democracy is the debate. And uh, we, we get to have plenty of that in the house. The Senate, they don't debate quite as much as we do. Clark started over here. You were a Sergeant at Arms at the Senate once upon a time. Yeah. About 10 years ago, I started as Senate Sergeant at Arms. So uh, started over there and then moved over to, um, uh, an, another representative's office who was a freshman, appointed freshman, and then um, meandered around a few offices, and then you picked me up and haven't looked back. Yeah, we've been going strong ever since. Clark, you you also come from the think tank world. Uh, you, you know, one of the one of the, one of the things I tell as I introduce Clark, I, I introduce him as my brain. Uh, he's I, we're all wonks here because we all studied public policy in in, in, in college and so forth, but. Uh, Clark has uh, done a lot of writing, does a lot of uh, radio. I, I mentioned, I was kidding about the, the NPR thing, but he is on UNC radio uh, often as a commentator as well. Uh, tell us a little bit more about you, Clark. Yeah, I grew up in uh, eastern North Carolina, uh, east of Beaufort. Went to Elon University, loved it. Still go back, trying to go to as many football games as I, ha- I can. I'm almost as passionate about Elon football as Representative Sane is uh, about Charlotte, but uh, Sometimes Elon doesn't give me as much to work with at <laughs> a little school, uh, but we have a good time. Bring the family. I have two kids and a wife uh, and been at the legislature now for 10 years and enjoyed every minute of it. Got to um, be a part of some really great things over the years, make a little difference in the state and uh, have a great time. Well, it's it's always been a great to work with you, Clark, and almost every day is is wonderful. Not every moment is is the greatest of all times, but nevertheless, that's uh, that's why they call it work, right? Um, but we really do have have done a lot together as far as public policy and the things we worked on together. And then Angela joined us two years ago. Angela, you're a graduate of NC State. Tell us a little bit about you. I am NC State grad, uh, originally from Portsmouth, Virginia. I was a, a new brat growing up so bounced around a little uh, in eastern north carolina where my dad was working at a camp with june um the emerald isle area went to nc state for school started interning here um at about tail end of my college experience during covid interned with one of your counterparts of representative larry strickland out of johnson county so you and i knew of each other when i was getting ready to graduate and you ended up having an opening that lined up with me graduating and i've been here and loved it ever since uh 
I'm a golfer. Um, big thing I do with my dad, and we just shoot competitively together as well. So it's been a great time. I want everyone to take note of that. She shoots competitively. Uh, Clark and I just do whatever she says. <laughs> well, you've been a good addition to our staff. Uh, she has to put up with uh, two guys, so she has to keep us motivated and, and moving, and she also – oversees our interns that uh, that we have, usually from uh, either NC State or UNC Chapel Hill. Uh, we did have an Elon graduate not, not long ago who's now working in state government over at the Department of Public Instruction. So uh, we've got a good track record of, of, of bringing young people in and helping them find uh, their, their, their careers. And we really do enjoy that part of it. Um, we also have, uh, during the year, just so you know, if you've got a, a teenager that would like to come up and spend a week in Raleigh and work as a, as a house page. We'll sponsor those folks too. So we've had a number of those folks come in. All right. All right. I think we went live. I'm sorry. I apologize. I didn't hear the music, but uh, nevertheless, uh, you're welcome back. You're listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. Get my W's right. Uh, when I first went on the radio, they said I said W and uh, it's going to be WSIC. Uh, you're listening to All Things Sane today. Join Joining me, your host, Representative Jason Sane, is Angela Miranda, who works for me, and Clark Reamer, who works for me. And uh, so you got the staff. You've actually got the people who do the real work. Uh, they're here uh, all year uh, That when you call the office. Uh, these are the folks that you're most likely to talk to because most of the time I'm in committee or in a meeting or in another meeting or in another meeting or on the House floor. So uh, they, they, they run the day-to-day operations here, do a great job for the folks in Lincoln County. But uh, we end up uh, working with a lot of other offices. And I actually have a lot of other staffers who just have to work for other offices. Uh, we've got a good network of, of, of young people who are just super smart uh, young by they're younger than me, uh, but they're they're obviously functioning adults in their own realm. But uh, not like Washington D.C., where it's uh, kids just right out of college. These kids have been uh, kids because I call them kids uh, are very seasoned and uh, do a lot of policy work. And uh, glad to have you both on and uh, and to join the show. They usually are on the other side of the camera and watching what happens in the office. And we lock the doors today. We are coming to you from the bunker. Uh, which is what we call my office because it literally is an inside office, but we chose it for a reason. It has a number of amenities, including a direct view of the speaker's door. So we can kind of judge our day by who's coming in and out of the speaker's office. It has a back door, which we, we don't uh, publicize, although I guess we just did, but everyone Stop knows to ignore that. It's not real, and it moves, by the way. <laughs> and, uh, and it's also one of the few offices on campus here that have uh, a cable connection. So... Uh, I like to watch sports, and so as in my downtime, uh, what little we get here, I, uh, I do catch a, either a game or, uh, or at least a, uh, you know, a little bit of sports center here and there. So, uh, but welcome to the show, guys. Appreciate you being on. Glad Thanks to be for here. having us. Well, top of mind this week is a little map drawing. We uh, I, I've got you know great visuals here. Um, this is one of the maps. This is the house maps. Lots of pretty colors. Uh, the only argument I have with District 97 is they put it in lime green. I was preferring uh, maybe a UNC 49er darker green, but uh, uh, nevertheless, nothing changed with uh, District 97, which we all work for out of this office, which contains all of Lincoln County, uh, because we have a constitutionally correct district, and uh, we have the exact number of people that's needed to make up one of our state house districts with a little bit of variance, but uh, I think we know that this time, what was it, Clark, within 21 people, I think, maybe? Yeah, I think it was um, under 100. 
yeah. So it was it was pretty pretty close to growing just like the state. So, um, but a lot going on here. Not just uh, redistricting. We're we're looking at congressional maps. Uh, uh, since the Republicans are in charge, the Democrats absolutely loved our maps, and I'm sure will never take us to court. Um, and uh, this part of the process, but uh, but also lots of interesting news this week too. Uh, new entrant into the uh, Republican governor's race. Uh, so uh, we, we know Mark Robinson is running our lieutenant governor, uh, Del Falwell, the treasurer, current treasurer of the state, and the former congressman, Mark Walker. But then uh, uh, who, who, who joined this week? Clark's, Clark's our political aficionado. Uh, Graham. Bill Graham. Bill Graham. Uh, Bill Graham's a, a good friend as well. I, I know all, all the gentlemen mentioned that are running, but uh, Bill is uh, an attorney and a business guy. And so he's jumped into the race. And I think that was a surprise to most. Yeah, I think it was. Um, I certainly didn't see it coming. Hadn't heard many rumors of it, but it'll be, uh, he seems like, from what we're hearing, willing to spend uh, quite a bit of his own money and self-fund and uh, see how far he can go on that. Well, it'll matter because, you know, like anything, if you're running statewide, uh, being able to advertise to have an organization does take money. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, you, we will see what that what that means as everything gets geared up. Yeah, you have to think that the lieutenant governor is still the favorite, but this certainly has maybe changed the dynamics a little. It's a little bit of a wrinkle. We'll see what happens. Um, but uh, you're joining us. We're uh, broadcasting from Raleigh today. Uh, we do have redistricting votes at 1.30. Uh, you can watch that on YouTube. Uh, thanks to uh, some good work by two legislators a couple of years ago, uh, Destin Hall and myself. Uh, we added cameras into the uh, into the chambers that had not been done before. So if you saw anything being live broadcast, it was from a, a news provider. Uh, but now you can do that anytime. We go live on YouTube, and you can watch proceedings. Uh, we just thought, uh, you know, transparency is a good thing. And uh, if you're three hours away, like you might be, if you're in in District 97, if you're in Lincoln County or over on the lake in Morrisville or Cornelius, Huntersville, uh, in our listening area, uh, you can actually watch it online. I won't promise you that it's uh, as as exciting uh, as what's going on in the Congress right now, but uh, but it does get interesting, some of the debate, and you can be a part of by watching. Um, speaking of which, uh, U.S. Congress, um, we will have a speaker's race. Our speaker has uh, announced that he's not running for re-election here in the North Carolina House. Uh, his term does not end until the end of 2024, so he'll be speaker for a while now. Uh, he's got a little ways to go. He's our longest-serving speaker ever in North Carolina. Uh, Representative Tim Moore, just next door from our district in Cleveland County. But uh, we will have a speaker's race, but I don't imagine it's going to be anything like what's happening in Washington, D.C. What do you guys think? I mean, I think we've got our, our pretty set players here, and I think people have kind of picked their horse and I think we've got the numbers that we don't have to go back and forth on votes like we've seen played out on Fox News for the past two weeks, three weeks. Love, love the love the plug for Patty, Patrick McHenry, but <laughs> starting to get a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was a good uh, day or two in the sun, but I think he's uh, ready to throw the gavel at somebody uh, because <laughs> it looks like it's he's frustrating. ready to get out of there. But the great thing about working in state government is you really don't have the divisions that we see in Washington, D.C. as much. I mean, there's still tensions and times that everyone doesn't like each other, but we get a lot more done and we get, uh, we generally like each other or at least respect each other most days. So we can, uh, work together even when we disagree. Well, that's, that's a good point. And I, I think most folks think that, that 
Raleigh operates a lot like uh, like Washington, D.C. Angela, you can attest. We get lots of calls uh, wanting to speak to their congressman. Uh, and turns out he's not here. He's in Washington, D.C. Uh, I, I, but your state representative is here. Uh, we, uh, we we get, uh, you know, a lot of confusion because people just don't know. Uh, sometimes I think that's actually somewhat good. It means that we haven't gotten into their lives so much that uh, they pay a lot of attention to Raleigh. But a lot of good things happen here. Uh, a lot of good things in, in terms of schools and roads and, and, and work that are, are, you know, are moving our state forward. Uh, but we do it most days in a, in a very bipartisan fashion. Uh, Clark, you point out that uh, most of us here get along pretty well and, and get things done. Yeah, I've got uh, friends on the Hill and they, they'll tell me they work weeks and months and maybe years on a project and it may never go anywhere. And here generally it's fast paced and um, we try and get things done for the people of North Carolina and get results as opposed to uh, having busy work. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it, the, when, even though this session has has gone on for a long time, unlike Washington D.C., we do have a continuing resolution. Saw a pretty pretty uh, neat uh, piece. Uh, uh, Patrick Gleason had in the Charlotte Observer the other day talking about why Washington D.C. could learn a lot from North Carolina. Yeah, it's a great yeah, article. It's a very interesting dynamic, and I mean, I think you displayed a great work of bipartisanship with our sports betting bill. I mean, Representative Hawkins and I, we've got a good rapport, and you work well with Representative Clemens as well, and that was a great, you know, group effort by everyone there, and it, it didn't have anything to do with, you know, your political parties or anything like that. It was just good policy that, you the you know, that you guys all got together on and worked well on and better for the state for it, so... Well, people people are a lot easier to work with when they start at yes, um, and and how can I help you, right? And uh, we we do see a lot of that, and I you know, it, you know, occasionally we get the seminar callers that they've been you know um, jacked up about you know by by some you know policy group or interest group out there, uh, but it's interesting when when people from the district call and and then we start to talk to them and explain you know the various nuances of of legislation. I think sometimes they. Uh, hang up the phone a little bit surprised that things work the way they do up here it's it's not uh it's not all uh you know all or nothing and, and spiking the ball on the opposition we get a chance to work together and it's it's a lot of fun i uh of course today when it, when it comes to thing, issues like redistricting um you know the interest groups have their sides and uh it gets a little heated so we'll probably hear some uh, heated conversations uh, on the floor we did yesterday uh, minority leader Robert Reese, who's I count as a friend, we get along very well. Uh, but he had criticisms of the of the Republican maps, and somewhat to be expected. Uh, but you know, ten minutes later, we're joking and, and uh, yucking it up together because we're good friends, and and that's what good friends do. We have our disagreements and move on. Uh, much different than the the U.S. Congress. I, I people ask me, uh, what's next? Would you run for Congress? And uh, they're not selling me on it at this point. <laughs> Clark, you've been around a while. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no, go go. I was just saying, yeah, people calling asking you to be speaker in DC, like we said, not not for a lack of you know awareness. Just <laughs> <laughs> they just don't know what they don't know, and uh, and and then it gives us a chance to to educate, right? And uh, but it is kind of funny. Um, we um, you know, of course, of course, news news moves fast here, as Clark uh, indicated. Um, it is. Um, it, you know, there's no two days are the same here at the legislative building. Um, we deal with you know 
all kinds of issues. A lot of times we act as an interface too with the, with our congressional um, counterparts or our, our, our U.S. Senate counterparts, uh, just getting people directed to the right place. And that's a lot of what we're kind of traffic cops in, in that regard that, hey, you know, it's not our office that can help you with that, but we can get you to the office that can. Uh, I think, uh, Angela, you were dealing on an issue with, uh, with a, 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 a businessman who's trying to get relicensed and having issues and uh, not not uh, not our constituent but a constituent who knows us very well called us and we're trying to help them and, and they're just in the district next door and we will take on projects like that too so lots of interesting things uh, we also have our wall of hate we've got this idea Angela wants to do it where we read some of the negative mail that comes in we're, we're going to go to a break we'll be back in just a moment you're listening to all things same If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All Things Safe with Representative Jason Sane. A little insane in the rim brain today. You are listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane. Joining me today is my Chief of Staff, Clark Reamer. Good afternoon or good morning, sir. Good morning. And legislative assistant Angela Miranda. Good morning. Hello, hello. Well, Clark busted on us during the break here, and uh, our, our uh, operator Bill is, says this is big news, and I believe he's right. Uh, I did not realize that the Wawas are coming in 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 big form to North Carolina. You said sixty. 60 over the next 10 years and apparently the uh i think the first three are open now they're mostly in the eastern side of the state in dare county and kildeville hills area so uh they're 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 moving in in a big way 35 stores um in the next five years a couple thousand jobs so that along with bucky's uh also coming to north carolina we're going to be a major player in the uh, premium uh roadside um Stop. Convenient stop. <laughs> well, being a road warrior myself, uh, having to travel three hours to Raleigh and three hours back uh, just about every week out of the year, maybe not all of them, but but a lot of them, uh, I welcome that. I was I was really excited about the Bucky's coming. Uh, that's because one, it's, you know, they're clean and you get you know decent barbecue sandwiches. I'm not going to you know it's not it's not Western, it's not Eastern, uh, but it's decent. And, and it, yeah, and it's you know it's on the side of the road, and you can get there and uh, and and in and out pretty quick. Uh, and then the Wawa, so man, that's that's icing on the cake. So hey, bring it on. Well, the three open Wawas in the eastern side of the state just further builds Clark and I's argument that you can't sell off eastern North Carolina to Virginia or South Carolina. <laughs> Got to keep it for the Wawas for now. And, and that's why we're making the investments that we're making. Uh, that, that was on the show, uh, on Henry Hinton's show uh, in eastern North Carolina, based out of Greenville uh, area, and, and really covered all of, of eastern North Carolina in that area. And uh, we were talking about some of the investments we made, the, this budget that just got passed oh, a little over a month ago. Then I think we finalized everything. Uh, but we are making huge investments. So I, I guess we can't we can't walk away from our money, Angela. We, we're going we're gonna to stay for a while. <laughs> and we like and now you add the Wawa's. 
<laughs> we like John Bell and Brendan Jones. Can't get rid of them either. So that's right. That's right. Uh, two of my two of my good friends here at the legislative building. Uh, John, Representative John Bell. He's our majority leader, um, and uh, so he's from that area. And then uh, just a little further southeast is. Uh, Brendan Jones, Representative Brendan Jones, is one of our appropriations chairs, and we have a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good, good in-state rivalries, right, between legislators. Uh, but uh, they, they, they don't want to live in Western North Carolina, and I don't want to live in Eastern North Carolina, but we'd love to visit both and see everybody can come together. I do Over, the Over the Wawas. Over the Wawas. Over the Wawas. Next off-site House Caucus is going to be at a Wawa. I, I wouldn't say no, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty good sandwiches, I'll be honest. Right? If Corey were still here, he'd be most excited. Yes, yes. Uh, Corey Bryson, who works at UNC Asheville as their legislative liaison, is a, a longtime friend and worked for me. And uh, he, he gets real excited about the Wawas. <laughs> Which makes makes them easy to shop for. All you gotta do is get a Wawa mug and a, you know, a couple other logo things. And of course, same with Bucky's. I mean, we got some Bucky's memorabilia here in the office. I I don't have my uh, koozie here, but uh, but uh, you might see me at the legislative building carrying my Bucky's koozie around. And uh, and we have a, a Bucky stuffed animal uh, that rides atop our uh, our grandfather clock that sits here in the office, which Angela loves, by the way. Uh, it's a huge fan of the grandfather clock. I love the grandfather clock when we've got the chime off. When the chime <laughs> is on every 15 minutes, just not what I need for my day. I don't know what you're saying. radio show. <laughs> time with the radio should be perfect, right? Gong this out. Um, now, so we we're, we are doing work here today at the legislative building. Uh, we do have a few other things on the on the agenda. I was looking at the at the calendar. And the House calendar, you can find all this information, too, by the way, just as a matter of public service, ncleg.gov, ncleg.gov, uh, is where you can find the House calendar, Senate calendar, anytime you want to see what's happening uh, here at the Legislative Building, uh, what we're working on. Uh, you just click on that calendar, or you can watch live if we happen to be in committee or uh, on the House floor. But we got uh, a couple of bills, some various local changes, an omnibus occupancy tax change, really exciting stuff. Um, and then, of course, a, a budget technical corrections. We're moving some of the money around and just uh, correcting some technical language. I, I presented that bill uh, yesterday in committee, and uh, no one got real excited about that. But uh, but we, we will have that on the calendar as well as redistricting. And then in rules, these are other things that will come up today. We've got a, uh, the congressional district maps, uh, the Senate district maps, uh, a Watauga County Board of Commissioners uh, bill, and then additional General Assembly appointments bills. So we've got we've got some things going on. So it's not just going to be about redistricting today. We will keep everybody uh, informed, though. I uh, should say, um, if you don't get our newsletter, you're welcome to do so. We send it out free of charge, and we send it out about once a week as we have material uh, that, that happens here at the legislature. And you can get that by just writing me, Jason dot saying j-a-s-o-n dot s-a-i-n-e at n-c-l-e-g dot gov and angela is the curator of that newsletter so she does a good job putting that together for you if it's wrong we'll blame her 
if it's right, it's because of the genius guy that that's the inspiration behind it. Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, we do my work to, at the end. That <laughs> no, we we try to put it together so that you you can be informed. You can you know watch the legislation that is being worked on at the legislature uh, as well as things from the district. Uh, speaking from the district, we talked about football early in the show, and I know we should stick to maybe all things sane. I think this is pretty sane, especially coming from West Lincoln. They entered the top 16 in football uh, in the Charlotte Observer poll this week. So that's pretty special. Uh, we've got some great football teams and some great programs. Uh, some doing better than others this year. Was that an East Lincoln Lincoln game earlier in the year? Uh, but we've got we've got uh, you know Friday night football is still a big thing in the hometown, and uh, West Lincoln entered that top 16 this this week. So I saw that in the paper. So that's that's uh, congratulations to them. And uh, hopefully, as they clear out, you know finish out the season here. Uh, get some some big wins. I'm not sure what all's left. I haven't I have I don't get to pay attention a lot to the to the football calendar. I don't have a, uh, a high school yet playing football. Although big news too, got to say congrats to my son. Yep, he uh, so Jackson, who was on the show, I think last time or last time I hosted, uh, so two weeks ago, Jackson uh, made the uh, Lincoln Charter uh, JV basketball team last night. He was informed, so very excited for him, and he was super excited to call his dad and tell him about it. So we were. Uh, we're uh, we're celebrating that. Uh, I probably will uh, have to. Uh, we'll have to make a run on on uh, sweets or cakes or something uh, to celebrate. But that but that's okay. Uh, any any reason to go get Jackson? Yeah, thank you, thank you. I, he was uh, he was pretty excited. He we were all at dinner last night with a bunch of the legislators and staffers that because we a lot of times like last night work until till the evening. So it was already dinner time. So we went to one of our little favorite spots. If you're in Raleigh. Uh, people do call me and ask me for restaurant recommendations. If you want to eat, uh, I won't say cheap, but be frugal uh, and get a great meal. Uh, a little place called Five Star, which is a um, uh, kind of Chinese food, Asian fusion type place. Really good. Um, and we were all out there and Jackson called and said he had made the basketball team. So we were excited for him. He got a lot of cheers and uh, yells from the table there. So uh, great I know Jackson, I think you're going to get swindled out of a new pair of basketball shoes for, for this. <laughs> oh, for sure. And these things aren't cheap, right? <laughs> I can remember being a kid in junior high and Air Jordans were popular and they were, they were expensive at the time. Shoes today, ridiculous. Um, we, we, we own a fortune in shoes and, you know, he's our only child, so he's a little bit spoiled, but uh, he, he knows how to, actually, he's, he's pretty reasonable about what he wants. He doesn't go for the most expensive pairs, but he starts with those. And he says, hey, look at these. And I go, oh, my gosh, those cost that much. And then he finds a pair that he really wants, and, and then it doesn't seem so bad. So uh, he's a great he salesperson. He might be able to borrow a pair from Councilman Bakari. <laughs> right. Charlotte City Councilman Tark Bacari. Uh I, I'd love to have his shoe budget. Uh he he uh, he, he comes rolling in with some uh, pretty snazzy items uh, when he's up here in Raleigh or when we see him at home. Um speaking of which, uh I think they got a city council race coming up soon, right? That I guess that'll be uh what's what's the election date this year? November what, uh for the municipal election. I don't keep up with it because uh I, we moved all of ours to the to the even years, but it's gotta be coming up soon, right? First yeah, I think first it's Tuesday, Tuesday in November. November and then yeah. uh yeah. In other Charlotte news, I just saw he was at the grand opening of the uh, new social district in Charlotte. They finally caught up with the rest of North Carolina. I did see that. November 7th is the election date if, you, if you're participating in those uh, municipal elections. But uh, these social districts, something, uh, I guess that's, uh, did we create that here in the legislature? I guess we had to, didn't we? We did. We did. Mm-hmm. I think we, 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 we may have played a small role in that, that legislation. 
we might have. Uh, Clark, explain what a social district is, because you, you did a lot of the work on it. So yeah, explain what that is. So the social districts allow the um, local town council or governing body, I guess it could be a county commission, um, to designate an area where you're allowed to go out and uh, go into to a restaurant or a bar and buy your beer, and then it's put in a special cup that's labeled, and you then can walk to wherever else you're going if there's you know maybe an outdoor concert or uh, something else, or just to, even in between locations, so you can have a little uh, sip and stroll, so to speak. Well, it's a creation of the legislature, and you're talking to one of the people who had a little bit to do with that. So, uh, uh, very, very cool uh, to to be a part of that. Uh, they do them here in Raleigh as well. Uh, mm-hmm. They're uh, it was kind of an experiment. I think people have realized the world won't end. Uh, you're listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. Uh, you got with me today, Clark Reamer, Angela Miranda. We really appreciate you listening. We'll be back after this commercial break. Welcome back to All Things Sane. Uh, you can call in at 844-788-3464. Uh, that is uh, the number to call if you'd like to be on the show. Ask us a few questions. I've got the Brain Trust here. Uh, I'm your host, Representative Jason Sane, on All Things Sane. Joining me today, Chief of Staff Clark Reamer and Legislative Assistant Angela Miranda. Uh, we are broadcasting from the Legislative Building, complete with crushed granite and faux walls behind us. Uh, exciting times here at the world's largest Japanese steakhouse. Um, you get that joke if you ever look at a picture, especially an aerial photo of the legislative building. Uh, we are we are getting through some redistricting today. Glad to have you listening or watching or however you join us, or if you're listening later with, to a podcast, glad to have you do that too. Um, really do appreciate it. We do this uh, every week. Uh, I don't normally have staff in front of the camera because they're usually doing some important work, but we're kind of hurrying up and waiting today uh, on the Senate to send over a couple of bills. And uh, we'll get to to our business shortly. Assuming we have a rules committee, Angela Miranda is in charge of the schedule. What time do I need to go do that? 1230. 1230. And that will be broadcast as well uh, on the YouTubes. Um, and uh, always an exciting time in rules committee. Uh, it sounds exactly like it is. It's rules. It's the calendar. It's the operations of the house. And uh, that's not really where we debate bills. Uh, we might ask some technical questions uh, before a mi- bill moves on. But by the time it gets to our committee, it's usually been through uh, three or four in, in one house or the other. And uh, and might have had some 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 uh, debate uh, here and there, depending on what the bill is. Uh, so rules is, is kind of the last stop to fix things if you find out that you need to fix some things. Um, but uh, but we'll have that at twelve thirty, and then go to the floor of the house uh, to take up our our business today of the maps and so forth at one thirty. So uh, and not a hard uh, stop or start uh, there on times as we might have noted in past broadcasts, uh, things move pretty fast and sometimes they move pretty slow and particularly in the house. Uh, we, sometimes when we set a time, it's usually, I don't know, our best intentions to, to start a meeting at that time. Though I will tell you that if I'm chairing a, a committee, we, we do generally start right as we say, uh, if we, at the designated time. And it's sometimes we run on legislative time and then the, uh, the memos that go out might be aspirational, but we'll believe it once the gavel starts or the gavel drops <laughs> to start. That's well, nice to participate in high aspirations, right? <laughs> uh, 
uh, it Schedule will drive you crazy. More just like guidelines. Guidelines, you know, maybe we'll get there. Uh, as Angela will quickly point out, it is um, a pleasure to try to work with my schedule. You and I had a very interesting text conversation last week out in Denver trying to figure out how to get you back in time to go to Greenville. He's like, change the flight. Don't change the flight. Leave it. Keep it. Let's move it up. And I was like, I, you know what? Tell me tell me when you figure it out. I can't schedule you for this until. <laughs> <laughs> we only changed that flight about five times. Uh, Angela and I got a, uh, had the opportunity to go out for the broadband account academy that was out in Denver, Colorado. Uh, was was a, a great time. Uh, was joined by uh, Representative Jake Johnson. He was out there as well, uh, learning more about how broadband is deployed and some of the things coming, including 10G internet. I mean, lightning, lightning, lightning fast speeds uh, that are coming our way. Uh, we get to do a few of those. But Angela, that was the first time you've got to travel on on one of those uh, academies, uh, and also your first time to Denver, Colorado, which it, I think you're, um, uh, I think you were well adapted to that. Yeah, you know, the beach girl struggled with the altitude, just a tad. Um, <laughs> Representative Saint politely told me that I lost all the color in my face the second we landed. So, <laughs> yeah, it, took, she, it was a struggle, but uh, she she made it through. Uh, she did she did well. It uh, I, I've had that happen in uh, Park City in, in Utah, uh, where it took me uh, a couple of hours and a little bit of rest to uh, to acclimate. Uh, to the to the altitude, and I, I think you were struggling with it, uh, Clark. You would have you would have gotten a kick out of that. But we we we, we rallied and uh, were able to participate in the conference and see a lot of the, the cool technology that's that's starting to happen. Uh, always a fun show. I've done it before. Uh, we got to see that, and then we went to uh, left there. Went to uh, Dallas, and uh, uh, was on a I was on a panel there on uh, innovation and technology talking about big tech and then made it back to North Carolina just in time for the football game. So uh, it was a big week last week. We fortunately had to leave Clark at home. We, we don't always get to go in a, in a, in a, in a big field trip, but uh, we had a good time and uh, we'll, we'll look for the next one. We'll, we'll drag Clark along on that. It gets a little tougher as the years go on when you, when you got uh, young kids at home that you, you, you gotta be a, a part of their lives too. And, and uh, you don't always get to go do the fun stuff, but uh, there'll be fun stuff coming. Um, Clark yes, and I have done. What's that? Said yes, there will. Yeah, uh, you and I have been on a lot of those missions. So uh, one, one or two course. trips over the years. Um, but I was going to say, speaking of big tech, I don't know if you saw this morning that the uh, attorney general sued uh, Meta and uh, Instagram over social oh, did not media algorithms, uh, along with I think forty-two other attorney generals. So uh, that was uh, a little breaking news out of uh, uh, the attorney general's Ooh. office. Say there's a coordinated effort. Is what you're saying? Yes. Would that be? Would that technically be a denial of service attack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, we're geeks. Um, so if you listen to all things saved. Uh, we're here in the last segment today. Really appreciate you listening. Uh, I just saw a tweet though. We we're kind of watching the NCPOL NC poll uh, hashtag on Twitter that. Uh, the rulemaking process has started on sports betting. Uh, the lottery commission is, is working on that, the rulemaking process. And, uh, you can be heard on that, uh, that, uh, uh if you type in that hashtag NC poll, uh, you can find some things on that. Of course, the maps are being talked about, uh, probably mostly. Um, and I see here by 27 to 17 votes Senate Republicans about seven minutes ago, uh, approved an appointments bill. 
And uh, GOP leaders named six special Superior Court judges, four state elections board members, and 13 board of transportation members. And uh, so this will be the work that comes later in the day as uh, people who study civics at least a little bit understand that a bicameral legislature, uh, things have to pass both houses before they go to the executive to, to have the bill signed either into law or sometimes he vetoes the, the good work that we do. And uh, this year, there's been uh, a number of vetoes, but there's also been a number of veto overrides. Either of y'all know the uh, the number of veto overrides that we've done this year? I've, I've kind of lost count. You asked me this the other day, and I I can't put a number to it. It's got to be. I, I heard 19. That might be right. Um like I say, when you're right in the middle of it, you never know for sure. But uh, I guess we'll find out at some point in time. Somebody will somebody will text us who's listening and say, oh, no, here's the number. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a session round up at the end and get a good little synopsis of everything we did this year that we'll send out to everybody on, my new, on the newsletter if anyone wants to sign I, up. <laughs> I don't remember the exact number, but I do remember that we have now surpassed the number of overrides we did for Governor Purdue. So it is now the most overrides in the history of the state. Uh, but of course, the governor has only had the veto for about 25, 30 years now. That's right. Yeah, that wasn't always the case. Um, traditionally, North Carolina has had a weak governor, and I don't mean that like calling them names, just mean that not a lot of power. Uh, but the governor did get a veto veto power 30, 40 years ago, something like that. Um, Early 90s, and, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And so, um, yeah, something else. And uh, I just got a Wawa shout out, apparently, uh, <laughs> for us talking about Wawa. Incredible. Uh, that's awesome. Um, so th- those things are going on today at the legislative building. But again, not as exciting as what's happening in the Congress uh, we, we will we will arrive at a speaker choice uh, sometime in, in November of next year. I'm certain of that uh, from our caucus. Um, and uh, we will not have the kind of drama and things going on that you see in the U.S. Congress. But uh, uh, following some of the Twitter, Twitter stuff, I don't know. Clark, what's the over and under on uh, on getting a, uh, a speaker, this a U.S. House speaker this week? You think we'll get one? Uh, it looks a little more possible than I would have told you yesterday. So let's put it at. 50-50 as opposed to like zero. <laughs> Hope springs eternal. Uh, I, was we were say, up. I know we can't quite legally bet on sports yet, but can we bet on the speaker's race? <laughs> <laughs> Might need some rulemaking on that, but uh, we'll <laughs> see. Uh, you know, anybody guesses as good as mine, I'm sure. Uh, and I do get asked a lot. And uh, here's what I know is that, you know, if they wait around long enough, uh, then, then I think they, they should put in a rule that if, you know, if it takes long enough, the guy holding the gavel becomes a speaker, which would be Patrick McHenry at this point. But uh, I'm not sure he wants it. Uh, he's, he's, I think, had enough of dealing with some of this craziness. Uh, but luckily for us in North Carolina, we don't have to experience that. We were talking earlier. I don't know if I completed that thought, but uh, we have a continuing resolution that we passed back in 2016. So even if we don't get a budget uh, and if we don't, uh, if there's some acrimony and things happening, uh, we have a default uh position in place that means that uh, the government continues uh, services still continue as they did the year before and the the old the old budget stays into effect until a new one is passed so we don't we don't hit all these impasses that you hear about in Washington DC and the uh, Patrick Gleason had a piece from uh, Patrick's what Americans for tax reform yes. uh, had a piece in the Charlotte Observer maybe it ran in the uh, Raleigh Newsom server as well 
uh, talking about how Washington, D.C. can learn a lot from the things that we've done here in North Carolina. And that being one of the big ones is, uh, you know, making sure that there's continuity of government and, and getting out. And it is, I just got the information from Bill, 19 veto overrides this year. So that is the number. Thought I'd heard that, but uh, thank you, Bill, for that. Uh, 19. Um, we are getting close to the end of the show. It's been a delight to be with you. Uh, I do want to thank my co-host from last week, uh, or my my uh, temporary host, or my subs, or however you want to say it, uh, Chris Carney, uh, who's running for mayor in Mooresville, and then uh, David Cole, both good friends. Uh, they did a great job. I got to listen in for just a few seconds and called in uh, from Denver. And uh, with them two talking, I'm sure it was great. Uh, they, uh, I, I got to go back and listen to the podcast. We've we've been going so hard this week that I hadn't even had a chance to listen to their show from last week. But what little I got to be a part of. But we really do appreciate you listening to all things sane. Um, Clark, Angela, great to have you on today. Thanks great for letting us speak on the other side of the ring light for once. All right. Well, we'll be back <laughs> next week. Listen to all things sane every Wednesday. Thank you.